Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. on the air. I'm your host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. About maybe six months ago or so, I had the opportunity to speak to my guest on the phone. We had a few mutual friends, and he was telling me about his love of all things creative, whether it was television or music or movies or writing, poetry, He was working as an intern in a literary agent's office, and we had a mutual friend. So we talked for hours and hours on the phone. It was so much fun. And now my friend Derek McFadden has just released his first wonderful book of beautiful writing. Welcome to Office on the Air, Derek McFadden. I'm so happy you're here, my friend. It's wonderful to be here. You it's are wonderful terrific. to be here. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I want to first of all say congratulations on the release of your book. Um, this oh, is thanks. A big thing. This is a big thing for you, I know. You and I have talked it's about this. It's huge. It's huge. Twelve You've and a half been, years of writing. There you go. And Twelve and a half years. You have been compared to the writing of, and your book actually released yesterday, your writing has yeah. been compared to that of Mitch Album, And I have to say, after reading your first book, What Death Taught Terrence, it is absolutely true. It is such a soulful, meaningful, wonderful book. I want to ask you, where did this yeah. talent of yours come from, my friend? My dad is a writer as well, and um, so I have to say it's probably hereditary at some level. My mom's a big reader, like you are, and I think I got the best of both of them. I think you did. You know, um, when you and I first started talking about this book and you were saying, you know, you had a difficult time finding someone to publish you, but and we kind of talked through a lot of different things, so... Would you mind telling listeners a little bit about you and who you are and how far you've come with your literary journey? Yeah. So my name is Derek McFadden, and I have cerebral palsy. I was born with a mild case of cerebral palsy. Um, I worked as a – I've been writing since I was six years old. My dad's been writing ever since I knew him, so – it was a writer house I grew up in. Um, he worked with the March of Dimes, 
And then I was a March of Dimes poster child slash ambassador for, I want to say, seven or eight years, maybe longer. Um, and I, I did a whole bunch of stuff in that vein and always knew I wanted to write, um, always wrote short stories, but I have palsy and, and typing is difficult. So I type with two fingers and, uh, and I just, I never thought I'd get to novel, um, length. And there were times when I wasn't sure, I thought it was done at 40,000 words, which is not a novel. I thought it was done at 53, which is barely. And now we're at 87,000 words, uh, 12, at, I mean, 12 years after it started. So it was a journey, yeah. It was a work in progress. And now you've birthed your book, baby, and it's a beautiful cover. It's a beautiful book. Thank you so book. much. Yeah, it, it is, You're it is absolutely a great cover. welcome. It is a, yeah. I remember when you called me and said, Pam, look at my book cover. It's so great, isn't it? And it really I, is. I loved it. I know. Yeah. You and I both did. We talked about how great the cover was because we were kind of like saying, oh, what are we going to do for this cover? And you just did a great job on it. You did a great job on it. You picked the right graphic artist. The I book did. Is magnificent. I picked the right graphic artist on it, yes. You really did. So do me a favor, Derek, and tell yeah. listeners a little bit about what death taught Terrence. So Terrence McDonald is essentially an older version of me. He has the palsy that I have, which is mild enough that I am not necessarily encumbered by it at all times. But I'm also legally blind, which is a separate thing that happened at the same time when I was born. Right. Right. And um, so he is as well. He has bad eyes like I do. And what that means is I have never been able to write well as far as I'm, I'm very clear that my detail is based on someone with bad eyes. So I see the world the way I see it. And that's the way my characters are going to see it. I'm not going to see it with 2020 vision and that just has to be okay with me, and, you know. And so I, we start out the book, and he dies on page one. It's not a spoiler. It's called What Death Taught Terrence. He dies on page one. Uh, he goes up to the afterlife and discovers that uh, he needs to have a life review. And this includes talking with his version of God. And... Um, in my book, God can be anybody that he encountered in his life, that Terrence encountered. But it's always God, if that makes any sense. The character yes. is always God, yes. but can sometimes talk to him in different voices. Yes. It is and, an exceptional, yeah. beautiful, wonderful bit of writing. And I think maybe it's because um, – you know, you have lived this life, and so everyone says, write what you know, and this is something that you know, isn't it, Derek? Yes, it is, and the thing was, is I was trying to get it published, you know, traditionally through agents and things, and oftentimes what I would hear is uh, from them was, well, this is obviously for somebody who has palsy, 
And my thought is, no, I have palsy. I know what that's like. I'm trying to tell people who don't have what I have what my life is like or what a life similar to mine is like. I want my book to be universal, not um, pigeonholed. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Absolutely. The interesting thing to me is, you know, you and I've talked many times on the phone because we're friends and, um, and it never occurs to me to think my friend Derek has cerebral palsy. It's just my friend Derek, who is this writer who's had a different life experience than I have. And I think that's why it's so this is such an interesting book. You say life is a journey. So is the afterlife. And I love that about you. I love that about you. I love that you're young and that you're so enthusiastic about being a writer that you, even though, you know, you started off reviewing books and movies and, and television shows and everything else. You love the creative arts, don't you? Yes. You do. My brother's an actor in Burbank. He he lives in he lives in Burbank. He's an actor, and so we've always been a creative house. And, wow. Uh, and I've I just and the thing about writing a novel that you don't understand until you are writing the novel, uh, probably until you're in draft two or three, is that you likely can't do it alone. You need uh, critique partners. You need people who understand your vision. And I was very lucky to have some people in my corner who understood my vision, who said, you know, in the first couple of drafts, it's not there yet. We'll get it there. There you go. And they, you know, and they worked with me to get it there. You know, and, and that's true for everyone, all writers, regardless whether you have cerebral palsy or not, every writer has to get there. And I have to just give a shout out to Alex Dolan, who is a writer himself and also the host of Thrill Seekers, who introduced you and I and said, he's you know, the best. Pam, I love you, Alex. <laughs> I yeah, do, he's too. He's, he's one of my dearest friends. And um, he said to me, you've got to meet Derek. And. So you and I just hit it off immediately. I mean, it was just so cool, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was. I I have to say, the first time we talked, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. And then immediately, <laughs> two minutes in, I was like, I know this person. I know you the do. kind of person she is, and I like her. You know. You're a doll, and I'm so I'm so proud of you for how how far you've come. You had this vision for this book. And you you were nervous because so many people in the traditional publishing world were saying, oh, no, 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 you can't write this. You you can't do this. And you were like, yes, I can. I can do anything I want. And you remember how many times we talked about that? Yes. So I, I, I was so proud of you when you pushed forward and you wanted to self-publish. And I said, well, look at this and let's try to do this a little bit differently. And then you sent me your hardcover book, and I was I was like, yes. "That's my friend, Derek." I was so proud of you. I I'm just so happy that it's out and that my message is out. I mean, I don't know. I I read a lot of books for you know for what I do, and I know you do. Um, a lot of them are genre fiction. Mine is not very clearly not. <laughs> 
Right. It's a book club it's fiction, I would call that. Um, and, well, I and, think it's, uh, it's, it's a life fiction. It's a life lesson fiction. Thank you so uh, much. That, that, that is better. <laughs> you know, that yeah. I think it's something that each one of us should read and recognize that we all have – we're not perfect. That right. there are some things about each one of us. It may not be palsy, but it may be something else. And so – we really are well, all in the, equal. In the book, um, I talk about how we all have issues. Some yes. are more noticeable on the outside than on the inside, and so they're more noticeable to people who are walking past, who might who might glance at me and say, and think, "Who is that guy?" You know. But um, everybody has issues. It's right. just a matter of how we deal with them. Exactly. And you have just been kind of a champion for those who are marginalized. And, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot, that you don't let anything about your life hold you back from what your dream is. You're engaged to be married. You have a a new fabulous place for yourself. You've got a book published in hardcover that will go into bookstores and libraries everywhere. Um, you've got, and it's a beautiful, fabulous book. And, and the takeaway from this book is that you need to look back at your life and understand it's the journey, not the destination. Am I right about that? And the best part about, yes, but it's also why do the looking back when you're, I mean, why do the looking back when life is done, do it now before, before it's over. So you can make your life even better. That's the idea. Uh, I think it's amazing. I really do. Are you going to write another book, Derek? Um, yes. After I wake up from the long sleep I will have after this one, I, I will be. I I've got a couple of drafts of a few things uh, that are brewing, but I mean, this one took me 12 years, so I'm not um, I'm not going to push. Uh, I think Stephen King was the one who said, if you push and you're an author and you and you're writing and it's just not coming and you push, it's going to come out flat. It's and true. I think that's if, absolutely if you're true. pushing, I think if it's if you're pushing and you come to a roadblock, it means you're not writing what you're supposed to write. Would that be right. true? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the thing about writing what you're supposed to write is you can write what you're supposed to write, and the question is, is it what people are going to want? And then you have to think, well, I know what I'm supposed to write, and I will make sure that people see it, and once they see it, they'll want it. Exactly. Well, uh, you know, everyone says you write what you know or write what you want to read, what you enjoy reading. And so – and having been a fan of, like we said earlier, Mitch Album and, you know, I mean – even my friend Dave Barry, who wrote Lessons with Lucy, you know, and he, he wasn't writing his funny novels or anything like that. I think those give us empathy for the world around us. Do you agree? I think that's the – I mean, I think that's the writer's job is to, yes. is to show where the empathy belongs, especially in this society today. We yes. need more empathy and yes. we need writers who will exhibit it. Um, do you consider yourself a marginalized writer? 
own voices probably is is a hashtag that I would that I would identify with. I don't know necessarily uh-huh. if I'd say marginalized because marginalized puts me in a in a certain group. Right. I think I'm it's, a writer for anybody who wants to read a good book. You are just different voices, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about the next book, please, and what your ideas are. The next – so, okay, I have a couple of ideas. Uh, the next one will probably be – I'd like to do a Christmas novel, not necessarily – a Christian Christmas novel. There's there's a right. difference in my mind. Yes, there um, is. I'd like to do a Christmas novel that has a that has a message behind it, and that's kind of what I'm working on the beginnings of right now. But we'll see if it uh, if it comes to fruition. Derek, um, you have been a, crit- a critiquer of pop culture between music and movies and and and. All kind, television, everything else. Um, what's the top of your list for 2020 in all those different genres? The uh, okay, a show that just ended is The Good Place. Now you have to watch it from the beginning. It's okay. a serialized comedy. If you come okay. in, you have to watch it from the beginning, or else it will make no sense. But okay, it's great. It's Ted Danson and Kristen Bell. It's it's one of the best wow. things you'll see. Um, okay. And it's short. It's only about 52 episodes of uh, 22 minutes. So if you want to just power through something, that's great. Um, musically, I love country music, and I love Casey Musgraves and um, and people like that. Um, let me think. What else are we talking about here? Film. Oh, and sir, oh, what's that? Film. 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 Ah, uh, film. Parasite won Best Picture, and I just about <laughs> jumped out of my chair. Never thought we that was going to happen at the Academy Awards. I thought right. for sure they would, they would not, you know, that, um, it would be 1917, which is right. a great movie. Um, but Parasite is a foreign language film, and right. they have never won Best Picture. In 92 well, years, me, there's never been a Best Picture winner that, that was So let me ask you, were you film. thrilled about Brad Pitt getting an award finally? Um, the one I wanted to win there, and I knew he wouldn't, was Tom Hanks for, for Mr. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's partly because that movie, more than any other I've seen this year, um, is kind of about my message as well as Fred Rogers' message. It's right. just It's kind of what we're trying to put in the culture these days and it's being drowned out by somebody orange. Others. We'll just say that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what books are you following? What books are you looking at? Right now, I I'm I will go over to my nightstand because I have a whole bunch of books here. Okay, that tell are me. New, that I'm looking. I'm reading the seven. It's called the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Um by Taylor Jenkins Reid, which I have heard is great, and I'm starting it, and it so far is wonderful. Um, there's a book called um, – I've got, I've got the latest Aaron Morgenstern, um, yes. The Starless Sea. Starless so, Sea, yes, uh, absolutely. And I have Mobituaries, which is kind of a coffee table book by Mo Rocca from CBS Sunday oh, Morning. Oh, how fun. 
He's on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. He's on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And he also is on the Food Network. He's one of the food critics. He's 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 wonderful. Yes. He's really funny. He started on... He started on the Daily Show. You have a very diverse um, taste, very eclectic taste, and so I'm. I just love good books, good anything. You know, if somebody if somebody's going to put their whole heart in some art, then it then as a consumer, it's it's my obligation if I pick it up to say to take a look at it and see what they're trying to say. You're so good. Derek, where can we find you on the web and in social media? So online, so my, let's see, so my website is my name. It's DerekMcFadden.com, and that is a blog. I am on Twitter at at at, at, at DWrites98053. I am at, let's see, Facebook has a, a what death taught Terrence page at facebook.com slash what death taught. So go like that and you'll know all about what I'm doing. Derek McFadden, you know that you are one of my dearest friends and I adore you. And I'm so glad you I agreed to come on my show. Thank you of so course. much for being with me. You are the best. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you for I having me. And thank you for loving the and- book. You're gonna come back, and you're gonna come back, though, right? When I when I have something to promote, I will be back. You guarantee it. I, I mean, I there guarantee you it, go. and you will host it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Love you too. Bye bye. Bye. And that's my show tonight, friends. Thank you for being with me, and thank you, mom and dad. I'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.